1: Chap, 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 chap,
3: chap, 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 chap,
2: Watch Watch him throw throw the ball, we gon' pick it up You gon' let him hit the hole or you gon' cut it off You gon' play through fourth and longer, you gon' punt it off Your defenders have you hit us, put your pads in Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in Keep the helmet on, keep the cleats tight You the type you wanna win by any means, right? You should look alive, this is Trap or die. Yes, sir. Welcome back to it. Oh, let me move these borders right quick to another episode of Trapper Die Podcast, man. I am your host, Marley Mall, Coach Mall, Hendog Mall, all that good stuff. I think I was on tequila last night, so call me uh, Keela Um, <laughs> This That's is uh, obviously the Trapper Die Podcast, man. You can find us on Hogs Haven as well, uh, SP Nations blog site covering the Washington Commanders. I'm in here with the big dogs, man. Dre, AJ, and Neil. BTP man, he had himself a long night, bro. You look like you had a long night too, dog. I did. Bro. I'm, I'm saying, hurt. I'm hurt. but 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 you hear though, bro. You gonna you gonna knock out these few yeah, little nah. minutes on the, the or Die podcast. So uh, let me check in with you first, dog. How was your How was your experience last night, um, watching the game and and working the. Working
3: at, uh what, 106.7 or 9.8? Yeah. I don't even know where I was on last night. I think it was I think It was, 106, it was right. all a blur. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, nah, it was crazy because, you know, we had that crazy-ass delay for an hour and 16 Yes. Minutes. So I was yes. just sitting there, and, like, I get blown. I'm like, I've been up all day. I'll get geeked up for game day. I was up 7 o'clock in the morning doing you know, my little extra mm-hmm. regulars so I'm on and, you know, I'm cooling all day long waiting for the game. I go get some Subway before and then I walk in, and I notice that, like, the game's not even on. I wasn't even on not Twitter. It was the crazy part. I didn't even get the little early scoop from Twitter. I had to find out myself. It was not cool. But it was cool once we finally got going. But it was late, man. That was, it took a while. Uh, it took a while, it. it was a lot. Dre.
0: <laughs> That's why I just told you. I just woke up, He's man. Good. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, because, I mean, I didn't plan on staying up the damn near midnight to watch a preseason football game. <laughs> I'm you I'm uh, I'm like, no, I was actually up there cooking, but I was rushing because I was like, all right, game started at 730. Let me get everything done. So but I ain't going to be done. But I got YouTube TV. I turned the game on, and I see some damn forest and some other recordings and people showing cooking specials. I'm like, what is this?
2: <laughs>
3: <heavy?"> <laughs> so yeah, NBC was tripping.
0: Yeah, yeah i was like what
2: they showing get, i ain't get, gonna get, lie to y'all bro i was geeking so much bro i, I stayed on the channel i, I watched that jump see? for like 20 minutes <laughs> like, you no know what
0: messed me up too and this is something they're gonna have to fix soon is that i forgot we don't get any more pre-game coverage anymore because they don't have a deal with uh what is it, nbc sports washington because they so a awesome. monumental yeah, yeah so we ain't got That's no exactly. pre-game coverage or nothing so i'm like i'm lost i don't know what's going on you want to tap into yeah. the stream Nah, cause I was up there scrambling, cooking in the kitchen. You know
2: what I'm saying? I wasn't Wait, even. Wait, so on it's Twitter. on it's just, you, it's just YouTube now. The uh, the
3: I, was, I, against, I don't know if it was Twitter, or YouTube, but it, it was something oh, they had okay. going on. It, it was our... So biggest. I would
2: imagine it's probably directly, yeah, like you said, probably directly through there, John. That's a good point because I was like, I ain't see, I ain't see no coverage on TV, so or no post game. Hey. So, I, but I do know post game is always easier because I I'd either if I if I'm I either go to the radio. Well, I know that they do the YouTube stuff. And that used to but actually you know, that used to be the Fred Smoot junk with, with uh <laughs> Cuz cool. um Scott Jackson. Oh yeah, like yeah. yeah. But you know,
0: this is something that Josh Harris is gonna have to be one of his tasks. Like he's gonna have to get some kind of network deal going. Um, you know, kind of like what Taylor Leon says got. I don't know if he can get his own channel where he can get a 24 hour thing going, but they're gonna have to get some kind of you know network thing going to get this commanders coverage kicked off. <laughs>
3: Yeah, this shit weird, Ted Ted's monopolizing the joint. I don't like what Ted is doing. He's crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was like, come on, bro. You this know, you know, you, you know. We need football in yeah. our life, especially yeah. in the DMV, bro. Don't do that it shit, though." AJ? Well, first of all, speaking of DMV, you know what I'm saying? AJ is is out on um West West Bubba, um, <laughs> location unknown. <laughs> but AJ, how you feeling, bro? You good, dog? <laughs> hey, I'm
1: I'm I'm in the furthest place of West Bumblefuck. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, I mean yeah, yeah, uh, life, man. Man. yeah, I'm in Medellin, Colombia, so like uh yeah, I mean, everything is good, man. Can't complain. Uh the lay of the game had me watching another game. I was watching the 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 Lions and the Giants. Uh you know, two two guys that I like that the Lions selected uh was looking real good in their debut. Branch, right? J- Jameer Gibbs and uh, Brian Branch. So And yeah, Jameson Williams, what? that's his boy too. Yeah, I seen it. He, he had he had a drop. Like as soon as I tuned in, he he had a drop against Deontay Banks. Uh,
0: he should have yeah. caught
2: that, but
0: Banks was with him though. <laughs> yeah,
1: he was definitely. And James ain't was, trying to be Drake, bro.
2: <laughs> Jahan ain't gonna drop that shit. Yeah, it's like nah, I ain't or Drake London. It's like nah, I ain't even see the play, bro. Um, but look though, fellas, I see everybody checking in. Hulk, Monty, uh, Magic, Marcus, Amani. Monty said, "I'm up." Man, appreciate you checking in, bro. I know it's what well, eight o'clock your side, so appreciate you. Well, about to be about to be nine, so I guess it's pretty. I guess it's you starting your day. Um, let's get the administrative item out of the way, man. Whichever way you are listening or watching, make sure you hit that follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, man. Uh, if you haven't done so already, uh, rate and review if you get a chance, man. Uh, we definitely appreciate that as well. I see some of y'all have been doing that on the Apple side as well as Spotify, so I appreciate y'all, uh, showing y'all support in that manner. Uh, keep it up if you can. Uh, but, yeah, let's go ahead and get right into it, man. Last night's game was uh, – it was fun. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, my overall vibe, like, just seeing the team get back on the field. I think everybody feels that way when preseason week one starts just to see football. Uh, Dre, you was mentioning how you was on a timer, bro. Like, you was you was talking about you was cooking, making sure that you had your, your situation all set up so you can sit down and have your food and, and watch the game. And, and for me, um, I think – I forgot what I was doing. Oh, I was washing my car. I uh, watched my truck and uh, my dog. If y'all know huskies and, and just big dogs in general, they shed a lot. And I ain't I ain't washed my car in like two three weeks. No, I'm sorry, two three months because of my foot. Uh, fractured my foot. So it, all in all, it took like two hours for me to finish that. So like when I get home, I'm like, I ain't doing nothing else. Game about to come on. Let me walk my dog. And I'm sitting on the couch. Uh, cause I ain't going nowhere. And, and, and for all of that, like, just to just be locked in for a preseason game, man, it was just a fun vibe. Um, and then the team, like, didn't start off too good. And, and I guess we'll go ahead and, and get into that now. But ultimately, they showed some flashes in some areas. Uh, but but let's just go ahead and, and just tap into it, like, from a general thought perspective. Um, I thought Sam Howe throughout the day or throughout the night um, was pretty efficient. Um, I, I think their just overall theme about how the offensive line looked last night that i think is going to be a a good conversation for us as well um but i personally and we'll type into it and when you get your thoughts i personally thought that it it wasn't a a bad night in terms of pass protection from the offensive line more so than it was like one person who struggled in andrew wiley um i think that was something that we can kind of uh uh project in terms of like is it is it really a concern um i'm not too sure Um, it's only what they had they had three drives. So all in all, that having three drives to to get one touchdown, it is what it is. But ultimately they started clicking against the Browns second team or third team, whoever that was in that second quarter. Um, but uh I'll stop there in in terms of my my offensive side, my deep the defensive side, I'll let y'all tackle that. Um I know that that first that first unit, even though they had one drive, it was it was pretty alarming the 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 uh, inability to to tackle, secure the edge, get off blocks, <laughs> um, especially in that first level, with something, something else. But I, I'll get a floor to y'all. You can get your thoughts off on what you all saw in that that first team. But now you go ahead first. Matter of fact, my bad. I'm sorry. Guess go first, nah, you're bro.
3: You good, man? We're doing yeah. offense. I Thought. Well, you, yeah, you can you can go. We can go around. I thought oh, we we'll just go overall. Then I guess I thought overall, like you said, I agree. I thought. Overall, like one through 50 or 90, whatever they got, they showed good depth. Uh, they were real competitive on each team. There wasn't like a big drop-off, I thought, between the twos and the threes on defense. Um, that's something that we noticed throughout camp. I thought, uh, like you mentioned, I thought the offensive line was, was surprisingly good, and it was an interesting challenge that they got to go against. Because Cleveland's got a good front, even though Miles Garrett wasn't out there. But we got to see Zedarius Smith up close and personal. That that During the regular yeah. season, that Cleveland front is going to be – nasty they just signed shelby harris to the mix too so but overall i thought like like you said Maul, it was just andrew wiley sticking out like a bad thumb and i don't wanna when you only have three drives and you kill two of them personally yourself it's it's a really bad look uh, i was critical of that signing when they made it um his pro football focus grade was not good last year his, his pass block win rate was amongst the worst in all the nfl last year so not really surprised and it's alarming because you have really good pass rushes in this NFC East that you're going to see six different times, and not to mention the other defenses that we're going to go up against. So if he's going to be a big problem spot, and he's going to be killing drives. I mean, I I don't know what they're going to do because I don't think Cornelius Lucas, who was the swing tackle, looked particularly good last night. So uh, I think they do have an issue at, at tackle in terms of depth. Uh, like you said, Sam Howell, I thought he was crisp. Um, ball gets out on time. The, the thing that I like uh, about Sam Howell that I was you know curious to see the accuracy in the ball placement because they're running this quick game west coast style offense he's got to put the ball where receivers can have you know opportunities to make run after the catch and i thought he did that last night uh the one play that i know everyone's highlighting uh there was like a second level blitz that that cleveland brought and he didn't get it out to the flat quick enough his eyes were in the right place so i don't know why the ball didn't come out it's something that you know he's struggle with it a little bit during camp, so I, I definitely think that that's an area where they, they want to get him to improve that. But I thought overall, like the operation was clean, his processing was good. I, I really do want to highlight the offensive line though, and I, I guess I haven't watched the game back yet, so I can't see who they were going against. Yeah, You're
2: good, you are of... safe, man. Yep.
3: Yeah, they, I thought they looked some of the pockets One of the pockets he threw to Jahan on one of these on one of these balls and. The middle of the pocket opened up like the Red Sea. I thought he should have scrambled, but it just highlighted the pass protection last night. I thought it was it was really good. Uh, what happened on the first play of the game? Because that that's the one thing that kind of alarmed me. It looked like Chris Paul got his, got his wig split and Brian Robinson was left in no man's land for a second. I thought they had a TFL on the first play. But outside of that play and then the holding penalties from, from Wiley and then the, in, the, in the end zone, I thought it was good on offense overall, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean I think for me when it comes to the, the offensive side of the ball, uh definitely still seeing some things that, you know, have me concerned with Sam Howe. Um and, and that's really like the playmaking ability to be able to play with the fact that these offensive linemen aren't gonna be the best, especially Andrew Wally. Um, you know, Linnell kinda touched on it as well. You wanna see him step up in the pocket more so than every time like Things start breaking down, he's he's Bouncing going outside. left to right. Yeah. Like you you want to see him climb the pocket, and that's something that he had an issue doing at, at UNC as well. Um you also could tell that the enemy was trying to make it easy on him to read the coverages. Yeah. That's why the running back was always flanked outside and then came back in motion to the backfield so that he could identify what covers the defense was in. Even though it's preseason, some people believe that things are vanilla but I mean, you can still play zone in preseason. You feel me? And that was to help him identify on that particular play uh, where he missed the running back in the flat. He should have known that was his hot read immediately based off of the, the, the flanking showing him that it was man coverage. For whatever reason, he didn't make that though. Um, but I mean, with Andrew Wiley, man, you already know what you're getting in that guy. So at the end of the day, you can't you can't do but so much to protect them. I mean, you can line up a tight end there to help chip or running back to chip, but you also need your your quarterback to be that difference maker offensively and understanding. You know, I can't hold the ball, but for so long, and I felt like I felt like in particular that holding uh, that ended up being a safety. Sam did hold on to the ball a bit too long, and he probably should have climbed the pocket or just threw the ball somewhere near a receiver where it was an intentional grounding, um, But another major concern for me is, is the running backs, like the two, the two main guys that we expect to get most of the carries, Brian Robertson and Antonio Gibson. I, don't, I still don't believe that they fit within this offense and how they want to really call this offense. Uh, I understand that B-Rob has been doing different things in training camp. Linnell, you've been there, uh, Maul, you've been there uh, a day or so. Uh, but I just don't see him as a threat necessarily in the running game or the passing game. So, so take, put him outside, put him outside for me just really don't, it don't really move me. You feel me? I think the running back that looked the best last night, even if it was against second team, uh, he showed me that he had burst and that's something that I don't see out of Gibson and and B-Rob was Chris Rodriguez. He had burst as soon as he touched the ball. Like, he he was moving he was he was hitting them lanes he was lowering his shoulder he was he was being physical uh i guess we'll see how b rob and antonio gibson look you know against baltimore uh in the preseason game because i mean they can't really hit them in, in 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 the joint practices but we'll get to see them go against another strong front in baltimore next week but um all overall offensively man i, I love the tempo that eric was brought to the table uh as far as calling plays i love the play designs uh i felt like everyone looked pretty pretty comfortable in what what they were being asked to do of course you don't want to see john bass drop that that wide open ass catch but it's also expected because you know that you have a a weak set of tight ends uh jacoby Brissett threw a couple dots out there he looked great Uh, In his debut, of course, he threw an interception. But I mean, that was like I'm about to
2: say, hold on, hold on, though. If we gonna, if we gotta, we gotta acknowledge that pick. If we gonna nitpick on, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really have
1: a problem with the pick. It was what, like 14 seconds on the clock. Nah,
2: he he could have 18, 18, (laughs) yeah, like 14 seconds. But you got three timeouts left, bro. Um, in in theory, if you want to execute, I mean, I personally, I don't think it's a I, and I don't think the enemy thing is a big deal either, like in the grand scheme of things. But if we're going to, because I can tell you, I, I was going to wait to finish. But Sam Howe on that that sack that he took, like, that was a that was a disguised blitz with a, a zone coverage on the back end. That wasn't yeah. really man coverage that you that you acknowledged. So I think those are like differences. And on top of that, I think what really hurt Sam on that play because uh, there's two instances where he saw things he saw things wrong and he saw things right in in similar situations. Where that first one where he took a sack was a disguise blitz from a second level. You got your your linebacker blitzing and you got your your corner blitzing where they're disguising it, but you got your edge rusher on the opposite side where the running back is going into the flats, he's dropping in the coverage. So he doesn't even he doesn't see those things right there, but it's a zone coverage, it's not a man coverage. But then, like on that the the play where the ball got deflected to Antonio Gibson on that third drive where they scored. That was a all out cover. Uh, like you can see the pressure in front of them, and I think that's kind of the nuances between like somebody who's learning how to see things better and quicker, um, and and trying to figure out like how to attack a, a disguise coverage versus what they can see in front of them. And Sam Howell was able to find that hot route, ASAP, to Antonio Gibson in that third drive. It just so happens that the ball was deflected, but he saw the cover zero in front of him. Um, and I think those are the differences. Like it wasn't like, yeah. it, and, and on top of that, even the sec, uh, the 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 safety, Andrew Wiley got beat off rips. And, and I put this on Twitter yeah. for those who are listening, um, and those who are watching. Hey, right you now, already, you, you actually,
1: already, you already pulled up all twenty two.
2: Yeah, he's on. I'm on like, this morning, bro. I'm like, I so, I'm just, I just looked at the TV version. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but 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 I'm saying that, I'm saying this to say like Andrew Wiley really had. And Linnell brought this up, and, and and I 110% agree. Like, your first two drives, bro, you're costing your team uh, uh, opportunities and literally points. Um, you overset in that second drive, and you're going against the Darius Smith, who's a dog and very smart and an intelligent. I don't, even, I don't
3: even want to cut you off, bro. To overset in that situation is the dumbest thing possible. Well, you're you're back you up him. against your old goal line. Like, why would you give him a straight line rush? Make him run around you. Make him take the longest route possible. That's just like not knowing. That's no situational awareness at all. Like that was nothing
2: else need to be said. Right, that's that's literally it. That, you just you said it for me. Nothing else need to be said. And and that's where I was getting to. Like um for for those things to if to point out the differences. I'm not trying to make we we ain't making this a quarterback battle. Just saying, Jacoby Brissett didn't have a great day. If if we want to nitpick the how stuff, like Jacoby could have really put some more points on the board. If he was more efficient on uh, his his final drive of the of his of his first game, um, I don't think that was a very smart decision to just say "fuck it" and, and throw the ball downfield the way he did. But it,
1: I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have the all twenty two, but it looked like Pringle was open, or yeah, it was mom. just a
3: late ball. It was late. It was definitely late. It's crazy that he can even get – that. Just I, don't know, I ain't trying to gas the pass protection, but I thought they did a really nice job all night. Like, the fact that he was even able to be late on a deep ball like that and get it there shows he had time to throw the ball. I'm I'm some pleasantly surprised about the offensive line, but they didn't really go up against no bump. That's my only thing. But Andrew Wiley, like, if they had any type of formidable depth behind him, he's in trouble. He, he really yeah. is. We were no talking way. about
2: that last night, Jerry. Like – we was, you was asking like who who is this competition <laughs> and,
3: and we're like
2: they they just they made their bed, bro. And and if they want to if they want Lucas to be that swing guy and, and and Wiley just so happens to be like somebody who they see is not going to work out, they gonna have to say F it and and bump Lucas up if he if he shows something. Um,
0: but
1: Man, yeah, really, go, you know,
3: they're they go,
2: gonna put Sam Cosby out there go. again at tackle. That's All what right. I was wondering. They go, are
0: no. they done with him at tackle? Like, is that it? They
1: Bro, they keep they're keeping Wally right. at tackle because of the money. Like they gonna keep certain guys in because of money.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't take EB as that type of guy. I don't take him, him, it, him so, as that type so, of
1: guy either. But like, I hope Ron not. still building that relationship. So Ron still make those those decisions, even though EB could be like, hey, bro, we gonna have to we gonna have to get a different unit. the relationship. That, is that, that's where the tension going.
3: That's where the tension going to come into play. The the other free uh, Nick Gates, I thought one play stood out to me that, like, he kind of didn't do his job, but I wasn't watching him the whole night. The screenplay mm-hmm. to Brian Robinson, like, he's got to get out in front. Oh, yeah. He's got to haul oh, out. I
2: said that, too.
3: If he gets out in front of that, maybe that that play hits for more. But, like, that's what I wonder. If they're going to, like, be this screen team that, that wants to have agile linemen up front, man, get Ricky Stromberg in there, man. Like he's more mobile than Nick Gates is, man. And that play was a perfect example. Like he's his block is the key block on that play, and he didn't get out there. And this isn't even against the I don't know. Was that the ones when that play was it? Like, um, I think yeah, that, if it that was, that was very drive. The it
2: wasn't. I seen.
1: I also seen Leno on uh, that screen pass on the left side. He ain't touch a damn soul. <laughs> like he he was just running freely. Like yeah. he ain't that touch whole, a damn soul.
2: Hey, Matt, let's pause right quick. I want to get Dre his thoughts in too, um, and, and, and then we'll circle back to um, I think some some good things from the enemy, and then we can switch to the other side of the ball. But, but Dre, what's your thoughts on on what this offense was looking like?
0: Well, for me, I didn't like how slow they started. I mean, because it was starting to be reminiscent of years past when they started off slow and it's like, all right, are we going to go through this again? You know, but then I did like this Sam Howe never really seen rattle, you know, even though, you know, the first couple of drives was derailed by <laughs> Wiley, but Sam Howe seemed like he was calm and confident. You know, I mean, obviously he missed a couple of things and with how, you know, I'm looking at him, you know, for the flashes for a couple of things, and he didn't go out there and shoot himself in the foot, and that was the most important thing in a preseason game, because you can go out there, and you can look bad, and you can give us more concern, but I mean, I thought he looked good enough to say, all right, well, you know, maybe this guy can be a little bit of something, you know, and I also thought Brissette came in, and I thought he made us feel like if How isn't it, he's, he's going to make us at least feel comfortable, you know, <laughs> last pass aside, I thought he dropped some dimes in the bucket, you know, he looked pretty good out there running offense but still Sam Howe didn't do anything that make us feel like oh man you know hey you know we're gonna have to put Brissett in there early you know Sam Howe went out there like I said he had uh, poise he was calm you know he, he kept things afloat and even out there he got a score you know Jahan Dotson man I mean <laughs> like I said last night I think I got to get that guy's jersey man I think he's a star in the making I mean I've been high on him since they drafted him but I mean he just if he's on if he's going to stay on the field if he's going to be healthy i mean he's going to be a problem i mean i know we got terry i know terry is that dude but Jahan, he might be that guy that's going to be on sports center weekly you know just doing something you know he's that type of game breaker um i was hoping to see a little bit more of Kaz allen uh involved in the offense but one thing that was confirmed about confirmed for me watching the offense that wide receiver battle, man, it is fierce, especially, you know, from, what, five on? I mean, it's going to be some guys battling. I mean, Pringle, even Tinsley made a hell of a catch um, yesterday, and I'm like, oh, that's the guy from Penn State, you know. Um, but, yeah, it just looks like so many guys. It's, it's going to be some hard cuts at that end. You know, Dax Milne, I think he on notice, man, and he's a guy I like every receiver, but I don't like every turner. But, again, I mean, you got some guys now that can return. Pringle can return, Allen can return. So if you wanted to keep those guys in the back end, but I mean, Allen looked a little explosive on the punt returns, the few punt returns that I saw him have. I mean, obviously the concern for us is the offensive line, um, you know, the right side specifically. But I mean, again, what no, I didn't think they were as bad as a lot of people thought they were last night. I mean, I thought there was some instances where they gave good pass protection. I thought they were opening up some run holes. Again, Chris Rodriguez came in and he looked like he had a hole every time he came <laughs> in the game and he had the burst to go through it as well. Hey, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, Cole Turner, uh, I do think we're going to see a lot of him this year. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I saw him make a couple of plays last night. You know, John Bates didn't help himself with the drop. I think Cole Turner, you know, is playing himself up. I don't know how long Logan Logan Thomas is going to be up. Yeah, that's what Cole, I, I like him too. I mean, I've been liking him since Nevada. But, again, he's a guy that we're going to need to see more of because, like I said, John Bates didn't help himself last night with that drop. I mean, we remember those type of drops, especially a situation sure. like that. Um, but Logan Thomas, we, you don't know how his health is going to stand up. We don't know how he's going to play throughout the year. But Cole Turner showing something is going to be a big thing. And I mean, again, I was a little bit encouraged by what I seen out of the office, especially from EB. I feel like they were dialing up some different things that we've seen in years past. Even though it was preseason, a lot of people don't run too many exotic things, but I mean, I did like what I see. And you know, I'm encouraged and we, you know, I'm waiting to see what this, uh, you know, these practices with the Ravens in the game going to be like Monday night.
2: Um, on, on the be enemy topic, uh, fellas, I think what was really impressive from, from him, um, I think the main thing we all, we all wanted to see, like, how did that, and Linnell, you have a better picture. Cause you've been at a lot of practices. Um, mm-hmm. but how was the, the pace and tempo, that the enemy was stressing, uh, in terms of pre-snap and, 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 and organizing in the huddle, yeah. how was, how does that translate to the games? And, and I think for the most part, everything, there was nothing that seemed out of whack, um, from the, the naked eye, just watching it. I think everything seemed controlled, uh, and, and the tempo was very nice. Um, I'll, I'll give you the floor there. Uh, but also that I want uh to expand on the topic is how the enemy was able uh, Excuse me. BNB was able to move the pocket around for his quarterbacks, get them on the move. Um, you also saw some opportunities where he even utilized uh uh the pre snap motions to to work Cole Turner open. Um, he was able to work mismatches with Jahan Dotson in the slot. Um, and same thing with Deami Brown on his one catch. Um, having these routes where they can win their one-on-ones and the quarterback can can really see and take advantage of those looks. So I'll give you the floor there, but, but what are your thoughts on the enemy um, and how he operated in his, in his debut?
3: I think what you saw yesterday was like their, their base stuff offensively, like what they want to be. Like I said, in, in camp it's been all quick game, a lot of screens. They've shown a lot of different packages in camp that they didn't show last night uh, in terms of different personnel groupings. But you, you mentioned it, that that, the, the motion to identify coverage, I, I think if you look at Kansas City, like that is a staple of their offense to do that for Pat Mahomes too. It doesn't necessarily give you the coverage, but it, it gives you an idea whether it's man is zone. And I think that's good for a young quarterback. Um, one thing that I – tempo was interesting to me because I feel like I'm a nut for even saying this. I'm not trying to be a hater. On the play where Wiley jumps over set. Like they had an issue. they had the wrong personnel on the field, and everything was rushed. And I don't know if that led to him oversetting. But if you go back and watch that play, um the wrong personnel grouping was in, and somebody had to run in at the last minute. and I don't know how that impacted things. Um that might have been the first throw, actually. So it might have been the cause they had two plays backed up against their own goal line. Um one of them though, they had an issue getting a guy off the in and out of the uh, in the right personnel grouping. Um, and then there were a couple of times, I think, where the play clock got a little low for their liking. Like, I know they, they want to move with tempo. Like, that's what Kansas City does. And it's kind of weird because it's a stark contrast from what Washington was last year when they led the league in time of possession. But overall, like you said, I thought the quick passing game and is going to be the staple of their offense. And I think the move in the pocket thing is going to be interesting because – the one thing I, I don't like like philosophically about sprint outs is that you're only, you're kind of ignoring the back half of the field. And if, if the first read's really not open, it's tough. And you now got a bunch of guys in a small window and maybe someone tips a ball and it ends up pick. But I think all in all during the season, we're going to see so many different personnel groupings from them. And I think they're going to run the ball a lot more uh, than people probably, probably are looking at the Cole Turner thing. The, he was the block on the Brian Robinson toss. Like, last year when he was introduced, it was so weird. Like, in camp, he was this pass-catching phenomenon. And then as soon as he got healthy during the regular season, it was him on these sift blocks coming across the line of scrimmage, ear holding people. And he showed that he's tough, man. And you talk about John Bates. Like, Colt Turner might be just as good of a blocker as John Bates, man. He does a really nice job getting himself in position, and he catches the football. Like, that Bates drop was – that hurt my soul, even though Wiley – ruin the play anyway but you got to make that Sam to a dot and like that's the that's the route that they run all the time in practice like their tight ends are being run on these corner routes and they're they're winning and Bates was wide open and he dropped the ball so that was that was kind of a concern for me but I like I like drop the, the
2: church's money yeah. shout out to Dees join man <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like well, yeah, now nah, for sure uh what what do y'all think uh Dre, AJ uh I know you you spoke on it a little bit AJ just in terms of uh, the enemy but uh, a little bit detailed uh, in, in his debut how do you all think um, he did in, in, in preparing his offense?
1: I mean it, it looked good especially when you when you've been stuck looking at Scott Turner's style <laughs> offense for the last three years it <laughs> looks like a it looks like a modern NFL offense you' feel me from the play calling the design everything you know I'm just uh, intrigued to see how much even more he dials it up next week against Baltimore Ravens uh, on that Monday night game. Uh, Because as we all know, that's a dress rehearsal for regular season. So, um, you know, ready to see more jet sweeps and uh, everything else that he has going on. Um, I think we all know that the screen game will be prevalent within this offense. A A lot of quick game overall because i honestly think that's you know, a
2: priority too aj just to add yeah, like yeah. i really do think i mean we all know screen game is important but i think for for b enemy and, and how they utilize it at kansas city and how like that is a staple of, of even just what he wants to do they gotta get that shit fixed ASAP. they didn't look good at all yesterday
1: yeah and i and i and i think E B understands his his offensive line isn't the best so as many ways and as many places he can dial up to get the ball out of Whoever's going to be the quarterback, which is more than likely going to be Sam Howell, get the ball out their hands as soon as possible and put it in their playmaker hands, whether it be Terry, uh, Jahan, or, or Curtis,
0: that's what they intend to do. Yeah, for me, I actually like last night the accountability he was holding the offense to because a lot of times coaches will take their starters out after one drive, even if they don't look good, they'll just take them out. Like I don't, especially in Sam's case where he was taking a couple of hits. You, you know, they could have easily said, "All right, we're just going to sit him out." It's the first preseason game. Hell, you know, I watched the Falcons game yesterday. Desmond Ritter didn't even play, and I'm like, why is that guy not playing in preseason? So you know, (laughs) you know, but. Taylor, I mean um Sam Howell and him, he sent the offense back out there a couple three times they went out there until they got it right. So that goes to show you that you know he's not just resting on his laurels. He's saying, Hey man, you gotta go out there and show me something. You know, that's the accountability level that you see with him. And that's the one of the things that I really look for because you know, even though we can see some of the things that he's doing, you know, he's trying to dial up something creative, he's not gonna do too much of preseason. You know, really? I'm I'm waiting to see game one, how he's really gonna use guys like. I expect to see Antonio Gibson lining up wide a few times. I mean, I expect them to see a couple, you know, them use a couple of guys in different ways, but for now, and I just do like to see that he's holding guys accountable and he's also, you know, even though, like I say, he's not giving too much, you can see some of the creativity and what he wants to draw up and how he's going to get guys open, schemed open. But I did like, too, you know, the short game, even though it, we got to clean it up, there's some things that's not working there. But I did like to see that that's what they're going to lean on, at least, you know, early on with Sam Howell in the office. Because, again, that's what they did do with Kansas City. And, you know, maybe that's something they're going to implement a lot more here.
2: Defensively, fellas, yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know what was going on. I remember tweeting, I got my eyes on um what's that dude name that replaced uh uh uh, uh the middle Cody linebacker. Cole Cody, I was like, Cody, I had my yeah. eyes on Cody Barton because I ain't that first drive, someone looking right with him. And and similar to, to I haven't got to the defense side of the football yet in the all 22 but like watching it from the naked eye, I just seen what looked like him just being a little bit slow to the ball or just out of out of position a couple times. I'm not gonna say all the time, but I saw it a couple times to the point where I had to tweet that. Um overall, uh we saw some moments where uh those those running backs and even Deshaun Watson uh had some success scrambling, but the running backs was able to split the split some tackles, get uh get get some really just gash them on the edge. Um well they had their way to be honest with you on the edge and in between the tackles. So I guess that was just what it was. Um, I like how they recovered at the end um in their goal line stand shot to Emmanuel Forbes, like getting his hands dirty, getting in the mix, um, as a as a, a skinny rookie. Um, but like it it was kind of just it threw me off. I don't think it's alarming. Like if, if it's a scale of one to ten, I think it's at like a two or three. Um, but I think to to see it in the first game was probably the the one where it's like, damn, like. Bro, what y'all been doing? Y'all been crushing this. Y'all been crushing this Uh, commander's offense, all pre or training camp. And, and y'all come out looking like this. Like that was kind of the thing that probably just shook people and, and and made them take a step back. Like what the hell just happened?
3: Yeah, well, I'm I'm at like a five on my five, okay Only because that's the reason they didn't make the playoffs last year. New York, San Francisco, Cleveland, gashed them in the running game. On the edge, specifically, the Ray Ray McLeod, 71-yard dinger. It ended up making their average for the day. 6.3 yards a pop. Saquon got loose in that Giants game at home on Sunday night. And then with Nick Chubb and this exact Browns offense did to them in Week 17, like, that's why I'm sounding the alarm. You can't have your bugaboos from last year during the crucial part of your season resurfacing in the preseason. And I haven't gone back and watched even the TV copy back, but – looked like they didn't do a good job setting the edge. It looked like the the slot slot guys weren't run fitting. The linebackers it felt like were just slow getting over. Like and I don't it's weird because that some of it happened when they were in a five down front. So it's like how you gotta make the play. It's yeah. your play to make man everybody's eating up doubles for you to go run and chase ball and you're not doing that. So yeah it was it was interesting. I don't know what's gonna happen with that because that that was I was alarmed by it because you shouldn't shouldn't be getting on the edges on this defense as easy as they did especially when you have all the resources invested on this side of the ball like I appreciate them getting the goal line stopped that that's fine but if that was I wouldn't even nick Chubb it wouldn't even Chubb yeah. it was Elijah Moore burning you on the edges like and then in between the tackles I don't know who the running back was but it wasn't Chubb so tackling is an issue and I and I figured that to be the case in the first preseason game It kind of always seems like it's that way for every team but that's something they gotta clean up. They can't start off slow defensively. They can't. Like this is why anyone has any type of hope for this football team, because we think this defense is gonna elevate into a top three unit. And last night was not a good challenge. Let me be straight up with you. That that first team defense should be pissed the hell off about what they did. You can't, you gotta get off blocks. You're getting beat at the point of attack. Like that that's supposed to be the strength of this football team. So hopefully it's just them knocking the rust off and they get and they get back to it, which I think they will because the, the talent overrules a lot of the time in sports, man.
2: Can't duck Baltimore anyway. Can't yeah. duck
3: them. Can't duck exactly. Because and Baltimore gonna expose it because that's what they want to do. They're not they're not hiding. There, there's not no state secret that they're running the ball, they're gonna come smack at you. So we're gonna see, man. The linebackers gotta get turned up. I didn't, like Cody Barton was non-existent. I didn't feel like I didn't hear his name called. Oh, one. so
2: I'm not tripping on Cody. Like, I I, I, I didn't think I, was, like, I, I only saw it one time.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Flyers ain't hear his name called, man. Gotta got a flash in those situations. Yeah, it's, I mean, uh,
1: I was gonna say, we can't sleep on Cleveland Brown's offensive line either. Uh, they got they got a solid core over there, uh, in Judge, uh, Judge Wills, uh, and, and other guys that and move was and they, like that,
3: man. I'm telling you, and
1: yeah, and they they played they played their starters like I, I believe everyone from their offensive line started last night. Um, I mean, with the defense, man. A lot of people go to the stats, but I I don't know if I necessarily see like a top five defense. Whenever I watch the games from even last year, you feel me? Like I just never seen it that way. But um, I don't know what they're gonna do at the linebacker position. It's just interesting overall, man. Like the questions that came in when Ron Rivera took this job still loom over the team. And that's quarterback, offensive line, and linebacker. Like, you still don't really know what you're getting from from any of these groups in particular. Uh, Cody Barton, I don't know. Maybe it's an adjustment for him. Um, I don't really know much about him as a player. I mean, from the little tape that I watched after he signed because I didn't really know about him. You know, he seemed like a guy that diagnosed plays pretty quickly. Uh, in Seattle, but that can also come with the familiarity of being in that defense for a long time. Uh, I think from the little tidbits I've seen coming out of camp, he's kind of been running with the twos here and there. Um, You know, he just kind of seemed to not have his footing yet. And that's what's, you know, going to always hold back players from being able to play fast. I mean, you also seen it with the, the second round pick in Clown Martin, you know, Maul Ma had his experience where he, he liked his tweet because <laughs> he, he, he mad about the commentary, which is oh, he like, liked what he he
2: Yeah, man, he said uh uh well yeah, cool, right? somebody made a video of uh of uh, his somebody likes. made a comment. Um, He's probably still up there too. <laughs> yeah, of, of all the, of, of his like section on his Twitter Twitter page and I said Quan is having some issues in his first game, and other people were, were 10 times worse than me, but he liked all of them. He just searched his name and liked all of them things, bro. Yeah. But I mean, overall, overall for the defense, I guess
1: it's really hard to provide full commentary on them because you want to see them playing more series as a collective. Uh, and that's where I feel like these joint practices uh, for next week and also the game against the Ravens is going to be. Uh, a big storyteller for how things should look because in Baltimore you got a dynamic quarterback uh, you got a a bunch of running backs over there you got an elite tight end in Mark Andrews who's going to be covering that guy then you also add in an OBJ, Zay Flowers, uh, Bateman, uh, Nelson Aguilar they're going to be going against a solid offense you feel me that's also adapting and trying to get their things in order as they have a new OC and Todd Munkin, uh just like how Washington has a new OC. But yeah, at the end of the day, you just want to see them play faster as a unit. Uh, I didn't really see, I didn't really see that out of out of uh, you know the couple series that they played as far as a starting unit, and that's always been my concern with Jack Del Rio's group. Uh, I just don't think they play fast enough. I think too much is is dependent on the front four um also same for Darian Mathis get hurt i don't know what's the story behind that man honestly if i'm keeping it a buck bro i'm just so disappointed in these these <laughs> these last two second round picks that they have made because i really do not understand the purpose of Mathis or Quan Martin selections at all um uh, <laughs> yeah i i don't i don't get it bro but you know at the end of the day uh i didn't see Kendall Fuller so, I don't know. If well, he know hasn't been practicing, he,
3: he hasn't been practicing either. So, I think, I think they just, hurt? just resting, oh, okay. or 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 he may be a surprise cut depending on what happened. I don't but know I, it's I, weird I, that he's not playing because he don't get reps in practice either. He takes when I'm out there, he's never out there, like he's he's practicing, but he's not running during 11 on 11s. He does some several. How, how, how long, long has that been going on for all camp? He like he's been resting all camp, it feels like. Is he hurt? Mm-hmm. Maybe it got something to do with his contract, man. He was an extension. It is weird,
1: though. Because it was weird to me that I seen the starting cornerback unit was Forbes outside, Danny Johnson outside, and, and, and Juice at well, the Well, I slot. also
3: think they want to get a look at Danny Johnson. I'm telling you, that four, five, and six at corner, Christian Holmes, Wild Goose, Danny Johnson, Tariq Castro Fields, like those are the four names that I think are battling for the bottom of the corner And I think they wanted to see Danny Johnson get some bump because he's, they got to figure out who's the first corner off the bench. That's what I think they're still trying to decide. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, those, those are the
1: things that I've seen from defense, but like I, like I've seen, um, well, like I feel like we'll, we'll know so much more about this team from both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively against the Ravens.
0: Uh, for me, I'm, I'm gonna say this about the defense, man. Like I'm not, I, I can't be as lenient on uh, on them because I have much higher expectations for them. You know, uh, I know AJ said that you know the Browns have a solid offensive line. Well, we're supposed to have a fearsome defensive line. So you know, it's about time we start winning. You know, regardless of the, if yeah. these teams have solid or good, you know, offensive lines, it's time for that fearsome defensive line to outmuscle these guys, even if they're solid or good. You know, that's what we, you know, that's what we built this defense around. We built this defense around having this line. You know, even drafting for and matt Mathis last year when you had a luxury of defensive tackles. I mean, you expect those guys to win a lot of those battles. And the thing that's been getting us, because the defense has supposed to have been the strength of this team for the last couple of years. And in the last couple of years, they've started off really slow on defense. I mean, they've given up a lot of points, a lot of yards early on in the season. And then they usually, you know, level out, and get better as the season goes on. But we can't really afford that anymore with this defense. You know, it's time for them to, you know, show from day one one that this is the strength of this team. Yeah, they're killing this team on offense and training camp. But when it comes to other teams, when you start off the gate, they're coming out and they're running all over us, and that's the thing that really bothers me. You know, you got Deshaun Watson, he's out, here. he's not Lamar Jackson by any means, but he's escaping, you know, pressure and he's evading guys and he's rushing for first downs. You know, so imagine when you do get out there against the Lamar Jacksons and the Jalen Hurts, you know, those type of guys. We're playing those guys this season, so you know, I'm a little concerned, you know, even though they weren't out there for long you know, but you want, you don't want to see these guys start off slow again. You know, it's hard for me to kind of brush this away as, oh, it's just preseason. Oh, it's just game one. Oh, they only played one series because we've seen these slow starts before in the past. So, you know, I'm a little skeptical, but again, I am still, you know, excited and intrigued to see them as a unit for a full game because, you know, I really want to see a lot more Forbes, man. I loved how he came in and made that tackle on the goal line. I mean, I think that guy, you know, he's a more, he's more physical than a lot of people tried to give him credit for because of his, you know, his frame. You know, they say, oh, this guy's not going to come in for tackles. It was really encouraging to see him come down on the goal line and be physical right there, him and Curl on that stop. But I do want to see them more as a unit. Um, obviously, we want to see what the linebackers are going to do. I mean, Cody Barton, as you guys said, he didn't have the greatest of games last night. Uh, we're still waiting on Jamin Davis to be that guy. I was even trying to pay a little bit of attention to – um Khalil Hudson last night, but I have to watch it again because by the time he got in the game, or by the time I really started focusing on him, the liquor started hitting me. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> so I'm gonna re-watch it. You know, try to check those guys out. But yeah, I mean, I want to see more, but again, I am a little skeptical. Yeah, I
2: ain't gonna lie. So, two things. First off, that man Khalil, bruh, it's hard. it's bruh. He is so he is so small on the field, bruh. Like and I don't know, like it's it just throws me, like because I have seen it in preseason, like I, and obviously he played in the regular season too, but just seeing it, like visibly seeing it, sometimes when he goes up against those offensive linemen, like in space versus like in the trenches, like in the box, um, it's just like God bless him. Um, I saw a couple times where he had where he was on the perimeter, um, and and trying to trying to like hold the point, and it didn't work out for him. Um, actually, I, only saw, I think I saw it one or two times. I don't remember, but anyway, point being, that's one thing. Um, second thing is, uh, I don't have too much to say about like the whole. You know, it's good to see Percy Butler make a play and and, and damn near house it. Um, it's, it's good to see that. It's good to see Christian Holmes, um, make plays at the catch point. Uh, dislodging the football after people caught it with with like just a, his physicality. Um, that's good to see as well. Um, Andre Jones is another person that I oh, think yeah. of with the, on on the line who who was really making some plays. And and I think one of the things that's going into that game, fellas, was that I thought um the one practice that I did go out to before the games, our preseason game, uh Andre Jones was a person who like I heard when the pass came on, like he was like I heard it from where I was sitting at in the bleachers, like he was cracking helmets, bro. Like the the pads was cracking with, with Andre Jones, and 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 that was something where I was like, all right, well, I don't hear no KJ Henry making noise like this, and 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 I think those that's like a, a battle that's kind of sneaky between two um draft uh two two rookies um playing the same position in terms of like edge rushers for for Washington. Um, I think it's going to be one or the other in terms of like an active role, maybe if I had to guess. But Andre is a person who stood out last night, um, and and that's one to zero in terms of the, the Andre versus KJ. Uh, and then lastly, um, my my thing that you already talked about, Linnell, is like I I'm really gonna I don't want to make a story out of it right now, but I'm I'm actively notating um, uh, Kendall Fuller. I'm putting him in my notes because. I don't know what's going on, like you all said, I'm not, not going to revisit the whole conversation, but I just think that um the less we hear about Kendall and, and the, the quiet as quiet as he is, the, the more I'm going to start paying even even further attention to him. So if something doesn't change this week, I'm really going to start talking about Kendall.
3: Yeah. All right, cause I because I I can ask anybody that's been out there. Like he he gets a lot of vet days. I think they're just – I think it's that. Like, maybe they're preserving him. I don't know if his roster spots in jeopardy. Like, he's he's a good player. He's gotten beaten in camp a couple times. De'Ami did him the dirty way. He went up on Diami. De'Ami went up on him uh, two different times. I don't think it's performance, though. Um, I lost my train of thought. You said something that hit – oh, the edge rusher spot. I thought Casey Twohill stunk last night. He was was awful. Like, he he got – Flattened on one play. He didn't set the edge on a couple of these runs. And I just feel like maybe K.J. Henry and Andre Jones both make it because I think Andre Jones is going to be a special team to demon and as far as going out and just cracking people like you said. Uh, maybe Casey Hills' roster spot is in jeopardy because James Williams flashed. We know F.A. Obata is making the team. The numbers game at that position is going to be really interesting because if they're only going to – I keep saying number four for linebackers. I'm keeping three. I need my safeties. I I need my my defensive lineman. I just think the linebacker position just isn't that important. But we we see last night when you don't have a quality one, what it can mean for you. But I just think in in today's NFL and the type of safeties that they have, and all four of them can play, talking about Reeves, Curl, Forrest, uh, and Butler, I I just use my safeties more and start phasing the linebacker position out, which they're kind of already doing. I want to talk about the the cornerback battle a little bit more because I really do think, like, that spot is going to get interesting from, like, a numbers game. And I think last night, part of, I think, not playing Kendall was seeing what you can get uh, out of Danny Johnson, like, what he looks like. He was injured a couple of days during practice, and I thought Rashad Wildgoose was starting to ascend a little bit. But then last night, Christian Holmes. But Christian Holmes, I think, if I'm not tripping, has the most picks right now in camp. So he's got his hands on three or four interceptions already. So it's kind of like a continuation of what we've seen from him uh, out in camp. And it's been the same thing, him driving on the football. And, like, I'm not trying to overstate it or, or like, make too much of it. You might got to put him on the field, man. He's driving on the football better than all of them. Like, the, the, the way that he's playing with his eyes and understanding the defense. Like, he's a smart dude, played four years at Oklahoma State, like, Maybe this is just him coming into his own. The body was there. I think last year we saw some of his f- flaws because of technique. Like physically, we know he's a specimen. He can run. He's big. But last year you saw him get handsy. I think the technique is better, and he's just playing with his eyes. And you saw it last night.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely had Holmes as a guaranteed cut on yeah. my list. I think the last <laughs> time we yeah. was
3: on here we was talking about Christian Holmes. Yeah, so that I, 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 I
1: I definitely had him as a guaranteed uh, cut. But, I mean, last night, yeah, he looked, he looked explosive attacking the ball. Uh, even if guys were in possession to catch the ball, he definitely did a good job of deflecting it and playing fast.
2: It's just one of those days, man. Baltimore is what? Um, the Tuesday, I think. Uh, it starts Tuesday?
3: Tuesday 15, and Wednesday. 16th. Tuesday,
2: so when it's only it, two 15th days. And yeah, it's only two days. Right? Yeah, fifteenth and sixteenth, and then we got the Monday night game, man. Okay. Uh, any last thoughts? A hey, chat, if you're still in here, man, let us know who your your uh your most impressive players were, or most impressive coach, if you want to go that route too. Or I guess the enemy, I guess rate him if you want to, but but let us know your thoughts in the chat. <laughs> uh, reminder, like, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Um, appreciate that as well. But any last thoughts that we got on the game or, or what we're looking forward to this upcoming week? I know we're going to do a podcast anyway, Jerry AJ next week. With uh, any early thoughts on 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 Baltimore week. A
0: dress rehearsal game, man. That's my early thoughts, man. I'm always excited for this game in the preseason if I'm not excited for any other game because it's the game you're going to see your starters the most. You know, it's the game where you think you're going to see a little bit more. Maybe they're going to show a little bit more because they're trying to see what they're getting ready for in the regular season. And I hope it goes a lot better than last
3: year's dress rehearsal game against the Chiefs, man. So, oh, Lord. Go <laughs> Commanders. <laughs> I want to see how much – I want to see how they treat the dress rehearsal Um, because they do have these two practices with Baltimore. I hope they don't do the stupid thing and try to not play guys because you practiced. Um, I think Eric bien style, though, is going to rub off because Kansas City plays their guys during the preseason. Like, that's a staple uh, that they do. Like, Pat Mahomes is starting on Sunday. Um, I I heard Ron say it in a press conference, and I don't think anybody picked it up. I think he had alluded to them playing in the third preseason game as well um this was last week i believe that w- when he said that so I- i'm excited i like that so I-, I would love to see them play in all three preseason games just so he's tripping when you start off slow like that <laughs> do he's tripping about the third preseason game he said it this is his boy well, he does get up there and geek sometimes but i wouldn't mind it like you just gotta get reps man i think you can't be worried about injury that's why i'm glad he decided to play him last night and then get scared because it rained a little bit like that whole notion of trying to protect guys, you play ball, you know you gotta play. You know, our injuries happen, man.
1: No, I'm 1st so coo- cool. game. I'm cool with it. I'm cool I mean, with first it, the, play, first, the first two preseason games, the third preseason game, hell Boy. nah.
0: But and AJ, that, that might be yeah. a B enemy thing. Like, I don't think Ron is really notable for playing his guys in the last preseason. It game. might They do. I think it's a E oh. B thing. I
1: gotta go yeah. try to find the club. And I and I would tell E B you tripping, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> like I tell him the same thing. Like at the end of the day, I think the best the best test that they're gonna get is out of Baltimore. I wouldn't force myself to play
0: play uh the starters against the Bengals. But you nice know what they're gonna say? If if they play the starters, they're gonna say, Oh, I told y'all EB coaches too hard. <laughs>
3: yeah, of I, I think they I mean, are I right mean that's right. the storyline going forward because Baltimore's not playing that guys today.
1: Yeah, because they, they preparing them for for the right. second game <laughs> and the joint practices because they know the intensity. Like what people don't understand about the Baltimore uh and, and Washington thing is it is deeper than even just football, man. Like it's been like that for years. Like guys, guys been sharing girlfriends, they've been talking to <laughs> the same chicks, because they all in the same area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the Ravens party in DC, they don't party in Baltimore. So, they all familiar with, like, the same people. It's deeper. So, it, it's going to be heated out there. Like, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm curious to see. They lucky see that it. if 99 got a stinger and he can't practice, they lucky. Because that's the dude I see getting into a fight. Like, he be faking, bro. Like, I don't know if y'all were watching. <laughs> Who? I mean, even the case, bro. Chase, Chase just uh, Chase, Chase. bro. Like, it's – he just got this – I call it, like, a star quality, man. I don't know what it is. I rock with it. I would love that on my team, man. He would get me turned up, like. He just goes in with that mentality that they ain't gonna be scared of nobody. I love that. They better not ever get punk with him on the field because he be talking shit.
2: they need that voice. Yeah, yeah. They
3: they you need dogs, man. Like they they definitely lack dogs.
1: Like you got pain. Be talking this shit too though. The wrong (laughs) pain. Well, bulldog fan. It's like you you just hope that you can get more dogs on the offensive side of the ball at some point too, but. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited about the joint practices. I think that's something that they've been lacking the past couple of years, not doing it. I'm glad that it's back, and I think it should actually become a series, that it's always a joint practice with the Ravens. Um, I, it just makes sense from a logistics standpoint, being in the same metropolitan area somewhat.
2: That's a fact, man. Um, all right, that's going to wrap it up for us. I uh, appreciate everybody who watched, listened um all that good stuff man we will be back uh, i forgot what day we said we'll be back next week we'll be back next week matter of fact let's let's shoot for uh maybe wednesday after we can get some some word from the the joint practices that that'll probably be a good idea wednesday or thursday so uh we'll be back midday next week but now i want to give you the floor man plug anything and everything that you got going on big dog uh
3: what's my handle uh he don't even know he's still he out of it yeah, N-E-L-L underscore B C P on uh, all social media. We got YouTube coming too, man. So I'll, we got some got some stuff coming up here soon. Uh, I definitely want to have y'all involved in that as well. Um, tomorrow I'm on 9-1 on 106.7 The Fan. I'll, I'll have a chance to watch the game over, and I'll probably be salty because I don't think I'm going to like what I see for the defense, man. So I'm excited to do that. But, yeah, I appreciate y'all having me as always, man.
2: Yes, sir. Already, bro. Anytime, Thanks, bro. man. Let's go wrap it up for us. Y'all take it easy. Enjoy y'all Saturday, man. We out here. Hey. Yes, sir. Down, set, huh? Watch him throw the ball. We gonna pick it up. You gonna let them hit the hole? Or you gonna cut it off? You gonna play through fourth and longer? You gonna punt it off? Your defenders have you hit us, Put your pads in. Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in. Keep the helmet on. Keep the cleats tight. You the type to want to win by any means,
3: right? You should look alive. This is trap or die.